It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, D.C.? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Wizards with SB Nation's Bullets Forever writer, Ben Mahich, and myself, Anthony Cittadino. We're your hosts, and you are now Locked On Wizards. Go subscribe to the Locked On Wizards podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you may listen. Go throw us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. We have a great show ahead of us and a ton to get into. But first, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Ben will tell all of you what you need to know about Rock Auto later in the show. Guys, welcome back to Lockdown Wizards. Um, we thank all of you out there for tuning in whenever and wherever you may be making time for us. Ben and I hope this podcast is something all of our faithful listeners look forward to during their busy days. Ben, let us dive into this this uh, Washington Wizards, um, the most recent loss against the Toronto Raptors. The Washington Wizards fall to 6-16 and 16 after a blowout loss at home against the Raptors. 137 to 115. Ben, the Wizards struggled in so many ways tonight, shooting 29% from three. They looked so lackluster to start the game. And another painful sight of their obvious uh, issues on the defensive end. My friend, what is your initial take uh, of this latest loss? And how are you? I'm doing pretty well, Anthony. As for the Wizards, they're doing what the Wizards do. Death taxes and them losing games by double digits mm -hmm. they gave up almost 140 points to the raptors i mean look we're not nostradamus but it was easy to predict this loss before the game nick nurse was talking about this wizards team and it almost seemed like he knew the players better than the coaching staff of the washington wizards he was rattling off plays that the team runs for rui hachimura and saying you know hopefully we'll we're able to you know stop this play from happening i mean look this is a well-coached team regardless of their record they have guys that buy into the system pascal siakam is an all-star caliber player norman powell when he's playing against the wizards might as well be an all-star caliber player because no one guarded him no one was in 10 feet of this guy the entire game and that's the result that's what you have bradley beal had a tough game they'll happen russell westbrook has continues to look like this version of russell westbrook that the wizards unfortunately have Rui hachimura showed flashes of you know uh being productive with 15 points and seven rebounds so that was a good sign and denny abdia contributed unfortunately off the bench but it is what it is anthony i wasn't surprised by this loss at all i mean for you anthony was there anything here that like stuck out to you besides the wizards just doing what the wizards always do no, yeah, the, none of this was surprising. Um, seeing the Raptors shoot 60% from three, I mean, you, you you see the game, you watch the game, you see how well they did, but after you you, you look at the, the stats and you're like, wow, they really shot that well. They couldn't guard, and they and they just can't guard. They've proven that they, they're incapable of guarding the perimeter. Ben, what does this mean 
for the season, man. I mean, it's over. Yeah. It's been over. There you go. They're six and sixteen. You're giving up 137 points to a mediocre Raptors team. Norman Powell looks like the late great Kobe Bryant when he's playing against the Wizards because they're that bad defensively. I mean, look, you mentioned it. 59% from three, this team shot against the Wizards, 19 made threes. And maybe, you know, someone on the team, some particular coach on that coaching staff might say, oh, you know, they just hit shots today. It was tough to guard. You know what? They hit shots because they're pro basketball players who get paid millions of dollars to hit open shots. And when, when you're not guarding them, hey, Chris Boucher scored 17 points off the bench with 16 rebounds. I mean, you made this guy Monster. look like Rudy Gobert with a three-point I've had enough. I mean, this team is not only are they tough to watch, it's tough to even just kind of appreciate what's going on. It's like, do you guys not recognize what's happening here? What people are watching? You're, you're playing Howell Neto and A. Smith together again. You're doing this weird three-guard lineup thing, even though you're the worst defensive team in the NBA. What are we doing here? It's become, honestly, and I, I hate to say it, it's become almost laughable what they're doing here. It's been Groundhog's Day all over. And they do this thing we texted. Uh, during the game when you were like, oh, four-point game, two-possession game, whatever. You know about Anthony. Anthony, fool me once, right. shame on D. Fool me twice, shame on me, Anthony. You know, I'm not going to get fooled by this team. We knew what was going to happen. They cut the lead, and you know what? Before you know it, it's a 20-point lead again. So this is what this Wizards team does, and they have no incentive not to do it because there is no accountability. There's no accountability on this roster, so I'm not surprised. I mean, I can't see them winning a game again. It's We're at that point, Anthony, where you look at the schedule, and every single team they play, you're like, that nah, probably a loss. Mm-hmm. so what do we do at this point Anthony? i mean uh, like uh, what, what do you do <clears throat> there's nothing there's nothing you can do unless tommy shepherd really um you know puts thought into making some sort of trade some some sort of some sort of splash um uh dealing any any sort of young guys i, I i'm a i still don't want to deal brad i don't know if if, if that's what they're they're thinking towards but I don't know what he has to do. He needs to do something on the trade on the trading side of, of, of things because he just he missed in free agency. They absolutely missed in free agency. This team that they put together is, I mean, is horrendous on the defensive end. When they when they go on slumps, when they're not scoring, when they go two, three, four, five minutes, you know, without scoring, it is such awful basketball to watch. It is so bad. It it, it really is, and they have no hope on the defensive end whatsoever. And Ben, you're right. You know, you brought up that they, they cut the lead, right? That was an exciting point. Russ started knocking down some shots there at the, you know, um, late in the game there. And in the fourth quarter, you know, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, it kind of looked like they had a sort of spark there. And then, out, and then boom, a few possessions. And there you go uh, on the way to a, a 20 point blowout. I mean, they just continue to have these, awful awful fourth quarters where where everything really just falls apart what, what, what i mean and i know that that they don't have much together in the first place but still when they do they do find their rhythm every game they do but at some point in the fourth quarter they they just they fall apart and they close out games in really the like some of the most awful ways and ben again another game that we saw where they just looked so out of it to start the game where they just dug themselves a hole to start the game again. So what, what do you, what can, what can you expect? What do you want to expect? We can't expect anything from this team right now. They are one of the worst. They are uh, the among 
the bottom two, you know, worst teams in the league. That's just what we're working with right now. And here's the most perplexing thing about this team. It's the fact that players who you know you can count on are sometimes in the rotation. And I don't want to beat up that horse because I know we talked about this before. And then suddenly they're not. Garrison Matthews is a guy who you can you know you can depend on defensively, and you know you can depend on knockdown shots. Howell Neto had a tough shooting night, goes two for seven from the field and plays almost 30 minutes a game. Garrison Matthews, who'd been, who's been one of the best perimeter defenders on the roster, one of the best three-point shooters on the roster, gets two minutes of garbage minutes. So what are we doing here? Like you want you want defense and you want shot makers. You have one on the team and you're not playing them because you're just committed to this losing rotation that you built. But before we get into the rotation, some more players who've been getting more touches. I want to tell you guys about rockauto.com. Anthony, I'm a big car guy. I love my Honda, who I call Harold. Whenever I have issues with Harold, I go to rockauto.com, which is always so reliable with low prices. Why would I ever spend twice as much for the same parts when I can go to rockauto.com, save some money, and then, you know, get the same wonderful parts that I want. It's the best prices by the same professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. All the parts you'll ever need on rockauto.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. February is Black History Month and Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than the Game. Don't miss this week's episodes featuring Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discussing the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. There's a new episode coming out next week, so go ahead and subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. Anthony, we talk a lot about this team's defense, and look, maybe I'm being pessimistic, but I think I'm being realistic in the sense that this team's defense is not going to get any better. But one of the players they brought in, Anthony, was Robin Lopez for defensive purposes. But ironically, they've been featuring him on offense, which, what? I mean, need I say more? They've been running post-up plays for Robin Lopez like he's Joel Embiid, which is ridiculous. But I wanted to get into this with you, Anthony. I've been thinking about this. Is this team a good, even a good offensive team? Or are they just a team that scores a lot of points? That's, that's so tough to really answer right now, just because you want to say that they're not. You want to, I mean, right now it's, it's not a very good part of the season and I don't want to take all their credit away. I do think they have good attributes when it comes to scoring. I don't think they use all of them because they don't play a lot of their young guys that are capable of scoring at a higher level than a lot of guys. But Hey, I mean, you brought up Robin Lopez, or should I say Hook Lopez? Shout out to Chase Hughes, because that's what he tweeted earlier. That man, yeah, I mean, we make fun of him all we want, but he had a great night tonight. 19 minutes, 13 points, five rebounds, five for seven from the floor. So, I mean, he he was efficient like, I mean, he normally is. He doesn't take too many shots, and he mainly did that early on to start the game. But still, um, they don't have many options. It Some games, Robin Lopez is that second option. And dare I say, 
God. I mean, sometimes randomly throughout the game, you're like, wow, is this dude what they got when Brad's on the bench? And or, or or he might might have like a rare like slump you know shooting night. Robin Lopez some nights could be could creep to that you know main option if Russ isn't you know in the you know if he's resting from a back to back. We've seen it so far, but a lot of games we see him being that third option or you know or second second option. So no, I don't think they're a good offensive team at yeah. all. At no, I I I really don't know. I I agree with you, Anthony. This is a team that will fool you with the amount of points they score. And that's just because of Bradley Beal. He's the best scorer on the planet and he's going to give you buckets. But when you watch this team play, all they do is run handoff plays to Bradley Beal. And he's their entire offense at that point. Or like you said, there's these weird circumstances where they throw the ball to Robin Lopez. And to his credit, he's been hitting these hook shots. Like you said, he went five for seven from the field on Wednesday, but I think that is a sign that your offense is probably not as good as advertised. If you're running your offense to Robin Lopez and that kind of surmises their season. It's like they signed him to be this defensive presence. He ends up being an option offensively and really non-existent defensively. That I think spells uh, trouble for your season when you're relying on Robin Lopez period, but let alone when you're throwing him the ball in the post. I mean, how many guys in the NBA can you rely on with the post? I mean, yeah, Joel Embiid, LaMarcus Aldridge, and the list, honestly, I mean, Kevin Durant, I mean, how many guys can you reliably count on to score in the post? And the Wizards are treating Robin Lopez like he's a like he's an option. And that's, I mean, what are we, what? And this is after a year he had no burn. <laughs> he got no play. He hardly had a role. And now the Wizards are asking him to do all this. With a, with a young spry guy, Mo Wagner, on the bench. Yeah, what are we doing? Sitting, we doing? he's sleeping. On the bench. So I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what they're doing. Uh, I, I don't know why Scott through the, you know, through Anthony Gill, Troy Brown, um, you know, Garrison Matthews, Jerome Robson, only two minutes here. Garrison like, Matthews, you know, only two minutes. What a week. What, like, what, what, what a joke. It's just, it, nothing's consistent. Like really, like really, but besides Robin Lopez, nothing's consistent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, locked on Wizards listeners, have we lost you yet? My God! All right, guys. Well, guys. let's talk a little bit deeper about this right. roster and get into Shaq's comments, Anthony. Before yes. We do that. Want to let let you know about Bet Online, which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but guess what? Hoops is still around, and the NHL is in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. And you know what? I kind of like me some Bachelor. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine on Bet Online. We got you covered with all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use our mobile device to sign up today and re- receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, host of Locked On Fantasy Basketball, than any other fantasy basketball podcast. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast, Locked On Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get podcasts. You know, Anthony and I like to give our hot takes from time to time, and we do it almost kind of just to spice up the show, add some entertainment, but we got a hot take from none other than Shaquille O'Neal. So let's go through it. Let's go. Let's mention what Shaq said, Anthony. We know he's had these strange beasts with players throughout the course of his career. That's kind of extended to his post-playing days. We've seen him pick beasts with Dwight Howard, 
uh, for no reason, really. JaVale McGee for no reason either. And now he's kind of picking on Donovan Mitchell. This relates to the Wizards because he said that he'd take Russell Westbrook over Donovan Mitchell all day long. And I quote all day long. Anthony, what are your thoughts on his comments? And really, let's just dig into Westbrook's season in D.C. Ben, why does my guy Shaq have such beef with Donovan Mitchell? Why why Spider? I don't understand it. I, I don't get why why Shaq, like you said, you know, an old vet, you know, guy who's been out, he's been retired in the Hall of Fame. And now you're you're pretty much picking on a kid who just made he just made the all-star team for the first time last year. He's carrying a, t- a, a, a capable, like contending team in Utah and and you're picking on him for whatever reason you're telling him you know I mean maybe he was doing it for uh you know to 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 give him that sort of edge to try and fuel that fire whatever you know maybe he was trying to do I I hope that he wasn't just you know trying to really break him down up there but but still like you're coming off like you know kind of like a jerk right I, I I don't understand it um I I mean I love Russ obviously Russell is is the vet and the more um accomplished player over Donovan Mitchell but right now I it's hard to say because Russell I mean he he started the the season off hurt but no yeah I mean Donovan Mitchell is one of the best young players in the game right now I mean any franchise would love to have him so I mean I don't know what this is with Shaq (laughs) and Donovan Mitchell so Ben give me your take I I mean because I love Shaq and I've loved his whole career, but I, I am, uh, he, he is making me a little upset because I love, I'm a huge fan of, of Donovan Mitchell. I think he's one of the best young players and he's going to, you know, help, you know, carry on the NBA for the next, you know, 15, you know, or what, what 10, 15 years. Yeah. Look, the Wizards have had zero nationally televised games this year. And I'm pretty sure Shaq has seen zero nationally televised games this year with the Wizards because <laughs> nobody in their right mind would say that Russell Westbrook is better than Donovan Mitchell. I mean, it's absurd. I, we don't even need to get into it more. Look, look, the Wizards have have more. The, the, the Wizards have more wins than the Jazz have losses. They're twenty and five right now, and the Wizards are six and sixteen. There's no, and like you said, Donovan Mitchell is the best player on that Jazz team. I don't care about Rudy Gobert and his screen assists. By all means, he's a good, he's a good, he's a really good basketball player. One of the best right. defensive centers in the league. Donovan Mitchell is the best player on that roster. He's carrying them to a 20 and five record. They are legitimate contenders. And that's what the Jazz are. And the Wizards are bottom feeders right now, hoping for Cade Cunningham. But let's just get into Westbrook. I, I think that dovetails into Russell Westbrook. Um, right. Look, he's presumably healthy. He said he feels healthy. He played on one leg. He's no longer playing on one leg. Uh, what do we, what do we think about him right now, man? Cause I'm, I'm getting to a point where it's, he kind of bums me out. He ben, bums me out. Ben, he had a slow start again tonight and a, a really slow shooting start. I think he was one for seven at one point, but, um, one thing that I did see come across the screen that kind of made me a, a little sad. Like you're saying you're, you're getting a little bummed out his second dunk tonight of the season, 22 games into the season, two dunks. I'm not, I'm not sad because, you know, Russell's not playing like Russell was last year. Well, maybe in a way, but I just, I'm more sad that Russ is not, is not Russ. He's yeah. not himself. And that's not, that's not a Russell Westbrook. We know he has two, what, two, two to five dunks a game. Usually. Yeah. Right. Like, like that, that's what it is. 22 games into the season. He is 
I mean, he's getting better though. It, it looks like he's, he seems like he's more controlled when he drives, you know, to the cup. It seems like he's starting to hit down uh, shots, you know, later in the game. I still have, I'm not, I'm not giving up on him. I, I, I still have faith that he is still that same player. He might still, he might still be coming back from that ailing quad injury. I don't, I don't know how, where he is on, on the scale of, you know, where, where he needs to be a hundred percent, but I, uh, yeah, it, it was tough to watch. And, you know, he had he had another game with five turnovers too. So that's, that's, it's, it's always tough to watch. Yeah. I got, I got bad news, man. He ain't, he ain't that player. He will never be that player. He's 32 years old. He's been dealing with these lingering injuries. He's not the explosive player we knew. That doesn't make him a bad player. That doesn't mean he's not good still, that he can't contribute. But for the Wizards to get elevated play, they need Westbrook to play at that all-NBA level that he showed within the last few years. And even when he's putting up 25 a game and and 10 assists or whatever, a triple-double, it just hasn't been enough. The Wizards lost by 20 points on Wednesday to the Raptors, even though Westbrook had a decent game. And like you said, he's like you said, he started off slow, but he still had a decent game. He put up over 20 points. I think he had seven rebounds, seven assists, something like that. And it just wasn't enough. And he still lost by 20 points. And one of the key moments in the game, the Wizards were down by nine or six at that point, I believe. And, and Westbrook was going up for a three to kind of, you know, maybe give the team a spark needed to overcome at the end. And he airballed it. And, and he, Pascal Siakam got called for a foul, and Siakam immediately was like, all right, review that. And, of course, Westbrook just ended up airballing, and it wasn't a foul. And that's kind of just what the typical Westbrook this season. It's It sucks because this team was kind of the identity that the team took on was Westbrook's identity. Before the season started, um, Scott Brooks was talking about wanting this team to play with high energy, competitiveness, that dog that we know Westbrook plays with. And really, they, they've taken on the identity of 2021 Westbrook, which we haven't gotten that dog. We haven't gotten that energy. Like you said, two dunks. We got this team that looks defeated. They look hurt. They look tired. They look unenthused. They look bored. And so they're dead last defensively. That's why they are, their offense is what it is. That's why they're 6-16. Six and 16. And it bums me out because Westbrook is, say what you will about him, and I've, and I've been a Westbrook skeptic his whole career. But he's a Hall of Fame talent. He's a player who's averaged a triple-double for two seasons in his career. And the fact that he's ending his career this way, or it looks like he's ending his career this way, is pretty disappointing if the Wizards haven't been able to build a winner, you know? It is. It really is disappointing because, yeah, you're right, Ben. Um, you know, the bubble wasn't lo- was not long ago. I know he did not play that well in the bubble, but still that, that season was not that long ago. He was playing alongside uh, uh, James Harden, putting up close to 35 and he was averaging, you know, those normal Russell Westbrook numbers, right? And um, also playing the way that he all, that that he always did. So maybe we will see that more, um, you know, more down the road. But it's not looking like it, man. And I think you're right. I think you, uh, I think that's going to be the sad news for for Russ. This might be the uh, the start of, you know, how he needs to maybe change his game, you know, athletically wise, so so he can preserve so he does you know so he can't you know he doesn't risk you know all these injuries like all these other guys do so so no you're you're probably right ben but it is uh it's a bummer to see it's a bummer to see the wizards look bored is what you said i think you said it perfectly because they do they looked absolutely unenthused they looked they just i mean every game they they seem to just 
look clueless at the beginning of each game. They, okay. they, they dig themselves a hole and it just, it seems like it's over from there, but then they always grab a spark and they're able to like make this sort of like surge comeback, which is the NBA. Like, I mean, they're NBA okay. players that happens so much, right? A 20 point lead in the first half usually means nothing in the NBA, right? You can't, you can't just say that's a win, but um, it, it goes along with the fourth quarter play too, man. They can't close out games. They literally cannot score at the end of games, especially and and they can't defend at the end of games. They literally, they just, they cannot lock up. They cannot get stops at the end of the games. So that's just really it. And Ben, to go with how you really started the show. Yeah, man, I, uh, I'm probably on the train to the, the season is over in terms of, uh, of playoffs there. There is, there's no, no hopes what, whatsoever, uh, especially with what they have. And here's Anthony, why I think you've maybe gotten to that point, because at the beginning of the season, they were losing games, obviously they're six and 16 for a reason, but they weren't getting blown out. They, they showed that, you know, maybe if you can make a tweak right. or two, right. run, run some, some comprehensive sets at the end of the games that you're able to close games and maybe get some wins here and there, but now they're starting to get blown out. So the trajectory is heading down. And to me, that says that this team is starting to give up. And, and Scott Brooks and the coaching staff are losing their voice because when you're blown out by Charlotte and yeah. Toronto. So yeah. yeah. So it, it's a downward trajectory with this team. And at this point, there's no fix on the roster and there's nothing that they can do honestly and make a trade because there's nothing, nothing on this roster is they don't have any tradable assets outside of Bradley Beal. So nothing you're going to trade for is going to make that much of a difference. It's not going to move the needle. Um, so I, I don't see how this team bounces back from a six and 16 start. It's, it's a disappointing year and it's gotten to a point where even the players are kind of like throwing their hands up after, after, um, Wednesday's loss, Bradley Beal said, we got to be able to guard and make shots. That was his quote. Yeah. That's kind of a prerequisite for winning games, but that's, that's what the wizards are. They can't guard. Man, he's, can't tired. Shots. he's tired. He's he tired. Look, he's tired. Look, uh, he's, 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 he's spent. He's not going to say it. He's not going to say that he wants like he wants to be done with the season, but I mean he's he's tired of it. Of it. He's yeah, a hundred percent he is. This is one of the only teams in the NBA that comes into the season with expectations, and their season ends twenty games into the season. It's a very disappointing thing. Hopefully, we see changes soon. Lockdown Wizards fans. Hopefully, it's in, in the in the sign of a trade, maybe a coaching change. Something's got to give at some point, and when it does, we'll be here to cover it on Lockdown Wizards. As always, we appreciate you for listening. We love your support as always. Anthony, you got anything else before we let these guys go? Yeah, guys, we love you. We appreciate you. We got the Knickerbockers coming to town <laughs> Friday evening. Can't wait to see Tibbs coming to town. That is one of that's Ben's second favorite coach behind Scott Brooks, guys. So, yes, getting ready for Tom Thibodeau, Derek Rose, Julius Randle, and the gang from MSG. Ben, any predictions going into that one? Yeah, hey, man, there's a report. We'll get into it tomorrow. But someone from the New York Post has said, the Knicks are keeping Bradley Beal on their radar, and we'll cover that tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, you heard it here, Lockdown Wizards fans. We will get into all that tomorrow. So, guys, enjoy the rest of your day, your night, whenever you may be listening, and we will kick it with you guys again tomorrow. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.